guys and welcome to today's episode of the spiritual revolution podcast i'm your host andrea and i had such a great conversation with renee i'm so excited to share with you guys um she is a very experienced practitioner i believe 18 or so years and i will be tagging her below if you want to learn more about her um but we got to get into a lot of good um information around um beginner and um you know different ideas with witchcraft and doing you know, your spiritual practice in your time and your way. Um, so hope you guys enjoyed this conversation as much as I did and have an amazing day. Our journey kind of begin, give us a little backstory on, on your spiritual awakening and um, how, like, you know, how it's been a little bit <laughs> about you. Okay, so I've basically, I've had gifts my entire life. Um, it manifested in like prophetic dreams and like deja vu and those kind of things. Um, I knew I was gifted, but I never called myself like psychic until I went through like the twin flame journey in 2020 where I was like awakened by a soulmate. And um, I kind of like slowly went through that dark night of the soul and ego death. And then I just learned more and more as I went along. Yes. And it's so, it's interesting how we evolve, like our belief system evolves with us as we like learn more, because there's just so much information out there and it can get overwhelming. Um, so yeah, like I actually, that's another question I had, like how do you um, manage like spiritual overwhelm and stuff like that? Oh, I'm horrible at it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I know it's like finding that balance it's so hard grounding and stuff like that it's yeah <laughs> so um so obviously as like a divine feminine we are very much in like that wounded masculine energy so we're very much like hard workers we like to control things like we we go after things and finding that balance is really really hard um you know there's days where I have to lay in bed all day because I've overworked myself mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's okay to take those kind of days. Like, it's not, you know, we're all human in this life. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, it's that's definitely a part of it. Um, so I had um, one question that I, like, wrote. That was one of the first questions I wrote down. Um, how did you, like, realize that your specialty, because people say, like, I saw that video that you said, like, people say, like, your specialty is love. Like, what, what made that a thing? I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> I never wanted to be like the love specialist. I was very much guarded. Um, I've been hurt by way too many people. Um, so I was very hesitant to open up to people. And I would just get readings after readings after readings of, you know, love readings and people wanting love spells. And I'm yeah. really good at it, but I never wanted to do it. Um, and that's kind of what I'm known for now. Like the other day, I had 25 love readings in a row. Damn. But that's really good. Like, I also saw, you, like, I wanted to ask, like, what is your most powerful manifestation technique for, like, abundance and stuff like that? Because, like, that makes sense to me. Everyone wants to know about their love life. So if it works, like, and you're good at it, then you're good at it. Um, but also, I guess it comes down to my heart chakra because every time I get like Reiki work they always say my heart chakra is the biggest and it's the brightest anytime anyone in my energy like that's all they see is my heart chakra so I guess that would make sense as to why I'm the love person 
But it's funny too because I was like just I just like looked at your YouTube channel and started watching um the definition video and then it was um you were talking about your your aura your pink like how you had got a reading and it was pink and can you tell me a little bit about that because I'm kind of intrigued by that I love aura stuff <laughs> I don't know much about auras um I know I was in the middle of a live stream on TikTok and someone who was an aura reader um, came in oh. and she said, oh, my aura is pink. It's like a bubblegum pink. It's you're doing what you're meant to be doing. And I didn't really understand that. Um, now when I get aura readings, they say it's yellow. It like vibrates this joy. Yes. Um, yes. I've yeah. gotten that before too, but like, I feel like with the pink, it's like the high heart chakra, like how mm -hmm. your heart chakra radiates very much. Like that makes sense to me. So, um, how do you help with twin flames without like keeping, what does it say? Keeping them in, a, in a, an obsession. Like how do you find, help them find balance? <laughs> or how do you, how do you their balance? <laughs> oh my gosh. So Obviously, I don't like the TikTok readers. I made it very loud and clear. Um, you know, the ones who do the check-ins for the Divine Masculine. Um, I feel like when we are so focused on the Divine Masculine, it tends to put that focus outside of ourself when we're really two of the same soul. So you literally have that same energy within you, just like they have that same energy within them and you mirror each other. So when it comes to like obsession, you really want to refocus that energy within yourself. So you want to do things like self-care and do things that bring you joy and make you happy. And being creative is a major thing in your spiritual path altogether. So, you know, doing creative things like painting and drawing and coloring and listening to music and all of those things can really help you recenter and refocus within yourself. So you're not feeling those feelings of being alone like that second part of you is gone because it's you guys are always together right yes like in your higher in your in the higher realms and stuff like that right actually like I don't know why this question just came to me but is it possible for like a two divine feminines or two divine masculines to be twin flame or is that not a possibility I mean it could but the <laughs> is is when you split into two you still have both energies within yourself okay so you divine feminine and masculine it's just when you're more feminine presenting um you have lesser of the masculine energy that's when we need to balance and the same with masculine they have like a lesser feminine more of like the wounded energy mm -hmm. so you could technically have two twin flames who are within the feminine energy who are like presenting that wounded masculine mm -hmm. yeah it's so interesting I've never like I I was so excited to talk to you about this stuff <laughs> um so let's see what this is another one what is the difference between like soulmates twin flames karmics um <laughs> so obviously karmic soulmates and soulmates are the same thing um karmics are just more of those lessons right we them for a specific person on learning a specific lesson that we've experienced in past lives with them so it's a cycle that you repeat over and over and over and over until you finally heal it and learn that you're no longer going to do that cycle anymore so with yeah. twin flame it's important to heal those past lives in order to come into union and that's not something that a lot of people talk about 
Yeah. Um, soulmates are basically members of the same soul family as you that you've experienced every lifetime, but you don't have karma. And they're very, very easy, very easy <laughs> connections. And you have that instant connection. Um, and they're just people that you vibe with. And then obviously yeah. the claim is, um, do you say the other our soul? I'm saying that in quotations, but yeah. Um, okay, I like that. Yes. Hold is <clears throat> your soul splits into two to continue learning missions from each other, and then come back together to like raise the vibration of whatever planet you're on. That's amazing. That's so freaking cool. <laughs> um. So. How do we heal the wounded feminine and masculine energy? Like, what are some, I know there's a lot of different ways, but um, what are some of your favorite ways or, like, the best ways, most accessible ways you would say for? (laughs) That's a lot of trial and error for me. I don't know. I don't really know of any, like, specific best ways, but definitely um, the first step is acknowledgement, always. Um, acknowledging when you're in that energy and kind of shifting that mindset. And that does take time. So it's taking little steps at a time in order to do so. Um, self-love affirmations or affirmations for whatever trigger or trauma you're experiencing is good. Um, speaking right. of therapy, <laughs> I'm not against mental health. Um, my Agreed. Kids, yeah, my kids do that. So it's important to kind of shift that mindset. And if you can't do it alone, always seek a therapist. Um, mm-hmm. It's a need to kind of like balance out between magical and mundane. Absolutely. So, yes. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that you have kids. So I like to ask people that I have, I just got shows, people that I have on here who have kids, like how do you go about consciously parenting and um, finding that balance with them? Okay, so this is not what I'm proud of, but before my spiritual awakening, I did parent from a place of trauma and trigger. And um, growing up, I was always screamed at, and that's kind of like how I knew to parent. Um, Again, shifting the mindset, finding patience, taking a break when you need to, um, taking a step back, deep deep breaths. <laughs> Those work, yeah. I'm doing them with the with the babies, like belly breaths. <laughs> um, my I have two older kids, so they're teens, and I still struggle with that with them. Um, but our relationship has become a lot better now that I've recognized my trauma and my triggers and how I grew up and what I did and didn't want to do with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and doing yes, doing the work to make the difference for you know yourself and them because when you make the difference for yourself you're you're doing it for them too um and then i feel like a lot of people don't see that all the time um what's one way that you've healed yourself within balancing the feminine and masculine energy in yourself lots of crying (laughs) yes oh my god i love that for real Uh, for real like there's no promoting it it's a lot of tears and um journaling like i said i do a lot of like artwork gardening um going outside and grounding 
Yes, um, being outside. Oh, my God. I have a spot that I walk to. I've been walking to the same spot every morning, like, the last year or so. And I have a couple different spots that I found on my, like, little walk since I've moved here. But the other morning I went there, and these people, for the first time in the last, like, two years almost, it, these people come out and, like, told me I had to leave. I said, can we help you? Like, And... I'm like, I literally have gone to this apartment complex. Like, the lady was like, because I was like, all right, whatever, I'll come back later, like, under my breath. She was like, no, you want there's cameras, and, um, like, it's private property or something. I'm thinking, well, I came here, like, a few months ago, and I cleaned up the litter on this private property. So, <laughs> like, I'm going to go there with my litter picker next time and be like, no, what, bitch? Because, <laughs> like, that's, like, I go there to talk to the birds, and, like, I see, like, bunnies and all kinds of stuff. Like, it's my spot, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I was so, uh, so I was distraught for a minute because it was like my morning walk. So I was like, I have to like reel it in because I can't get like this. Can't, I can't let this make my day bad. I can't. Like I was just like, no. I'm just going to make a video about it. Move on. <laughs> oh, I don't blame you. But yeah, it's hard. Like that's why I, someday I just want to like travel or like have like a cabin in the woods by myself <laughs> with my son. That is literally my dream. Yes, it's it's possible. It's it's happening somewhere out there. <laughs> um, so let's see another question we have here. Oh, ooh, this is what I really wanted to ask. Do you believe cutting cord cutting is dangerous? It depends on how they're performed. So hmm. the way I perform them is in a healing motion. So I will cut healing herbs and anoint them with healing. Um, you know, a lot of people do healing for one person and then banishment for the other, when in reality, in order to cut a karmic cord, they both have to be healed. Because if you don't, in the next life, you're going to repeat those karmic cycles over and over again because they're, they're going to continue to find you. Yeah. So it's, you have to do it in a way that both parties are healed in order to move forward in a you know good manner mm -hmm. uh, like trying to banish somebody okay because yeah because I was I know there's like confusion around it um and I just was wondering what your thoughts on it because I, I know it's very popular mm -hmm. and that's like something I don't know like I wonder like you know I wonder about so excited that I got to talk to you about this what about love spells and free will what about that <laughs> <laughs> this is like the one thing I repeat over and over on TikTok because I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about myself for a minute. When I was 14, I decided to do a love spell, which is an obsession spell, and mm -hmm. I did two of them, and I ended up marrying the person, and we ended up you know having kids, but he was abusive because of it. There was all that obsession. It creates this toxic um, codependency where, um, you know, there's anger and because and there's anger. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to that, it's not a good thing to do. So I don't like to affect free will because of that. It can cause like these feelings that pop up like of passion and anger and resentment and all of those things are in the same category so mm -hmm. affecting someone's free will is not ideal when it comes to love because obsession's not exactly right and there's ways to do love spells without effect like self-love i love to do self-love spells but if like you can just do um like a lot of spells just for like a certain kind of 
relationship, like a healthy relationship. It doesn't have to be a person. Like there's ways around, like, <laughs> you know. Exactly what I do too. So from my love spells, it's very much self-love or um, bringing in a, a non-specific soulmate, you know, it's yeah. like healing you in a way that you're ready for that soulmate to come in. Cause obviously divine timing depends on the lessons that you learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I have a strengthening relationship spell where it doesn't affect free will, but it kind of like fixes communication or blockages or obstacles between two people from having a healthy relationship. So those spells, that. yeah. That's those, awesome. Because I actually, it's funny because, like, I actually have, um, like, I had this idea a few, you know, months back, and I actually ended up switching it, but it was on my website for a while. It was, like, healing to help with communication, like, for, you know, like, a couple that, you know, needs help learning about themselves, their love language, or, like, learning about what they need to move forward from each other and stuff like that in a healthy way and all that. But, like, I'm, I'm more now in a space where I'm, like, if you want to get your freedom and take your power back, like, <laughs> like that's the space that I'm in right now. So I switched it like a while ago. <laughs> but that's um, funny. the opposite. I know. That's what I was just like coming to. The, yeah, that's why it's very ironic because I would, like was like I want to help people that are going through it, but then I was like fuck that. <laughs> like and I was like you know I was in a very unhealthy relationship for so long and like. I was trying so hard to make, like, to get, you know, sober and, like, do the right thing. I was in a healthy relationship group for literally, like, a year. Like, I kept going back to it, like, and so I do have, like, the knowledge, but definitely not like you do. I think I have more knowledge on, like, getting out of it than, like, like making it work. But there's, like, different – that's why it's beautiful. It's, like, people – everyone's meant to do something different. And so I think that's so cool, like, what you do. I would love to be able to do that. Like, I want – I love love, but – yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to do love at all. <laughs> I know, right? No one wants to do it. <laughs> oh, I think I'm gonna have to have you on again. What's that? okay? No, it's only seven. It would be seventeen. That's my birthday. See it? I see it all the time. It is too. Um, oh, but let's see, because I do have some more. And it's funny, the next question was, have you ever had a spell backfire? And you just explained about that. That's really funny. <laughs> it always happens like that. Um, so did you, oh my, I'm done. Did you always know you wanted to be a love healer or to inflame? Me? No. <laughs> I didn't want to be one at all. <laughs> I think that we've established that. <laughs> but yes, no, it's... Ugh. Sometimes the path chooses you, you know. <laughs> and it chose me for sure. <laughs> but you're really good at it. So, I mean, Thank I'm you. sure, like, you find fulfillment within it because, like, you wouldn't be doing it otherwise, I don't think. <laughs> so what is, uh? oh, my God, I can't. So what is one thing you do to remind yourself that you are on your path when you're feeling imposter syndrome or unworthiness? <laughs> That's a hard one, I know. Uh, uh, usually I talk to my friends because they're the ones that keep me grounded. Um, my group is very much all psychics, so I usually will go to them and ask them questions. Um, typically, when I talk to my friends, we usually all get downloads at the same time, so that kind of helps, too. Yes, I noticed that. I'd be like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> when I'm on the phone with the group chat, I'm like, why are we, like, every chat, everything we talk about, I'm like, I wish I was recording this. 
Exactly. I did it earlier with my friend Kerr. Um, but we just get like all downloads at the same time. So that helps a lot with imposter syndrome. So I would say finding like minded people. Um, Absolutely. I I completely I definitely agree with that. That has made so much such a huge difference in my life. Like mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so how does spirit manifest and come to you? Like how does um you know your synchronicities and stuff like that manifest for you? Oof. Um well I definitely my gifts are claircognizance and clairaudience. So I mainly get just like downloads of knowing and mm-hmm. hearing. Um when I'm channeling I can see things, but it's usually like symbols. They're not like full out imagery like other people have so I'll just see the symbol and I'll just automatically know what it is Um, and typically when I know I'm on the right kind of story that they're wanting me to tell I'll get sneezes or burps or yeah like physical things yeah everyone's different yeah everyone has different little things I think it's so cool to find Mm -hmm. out like what everybody's um different like physical or like whatever kind of manifestations of spirit comes through because it's so it's so many things like and it always changes it feels like there's always a new and like there's this one thing that started when I moved in here and it was this beeping it was like one of the fire alarms in the hallway or something but it was like no rhyme or reason it would happen like as confirmation to like an angel number or like a thought like a download or whatever like and it would happen like so much to the point where like it was like getting annoying. Like me and my friends have noticed it on the phone and stuff. And this is when I first moved in like a year, two years ago, two years ago, just started happening again. Maybe like two weeks ago, like I'm getting chills. Like, yeah, like I'm like, oh my God, they're funny. Cause I forgot about it. And they wanted me to get back to writing my book. And I've been very like stagnant with that. I've been like, uh, I want to do it, but damn, it's summer. <laughs> like, but I gotta make time. Yeah. I gotta make time to get back to it. Cause I, I've been journaling. I just need to write it. I write everything out. But yeah, so it's funny how like they'll they'll bring things back and they'll remind you of like like the birds have been a big thing for me lately too, like animals and dragonflies and different little symbols like that. Like there's so many things. <laughs> um, so let me see. What's one of your ways that you ground during um, like mania? Like what is like your favorite way to ground? walking outside barefoot for sure yeah I live in Florida so it's hot and nice and sunny all the time (laughs) well I live an hour from the beach but we usually go to the river um my favorite place in the whole world is the river um we have springs here so it's like turquoise water Um, yes I went to the springs once they're so beautiful yeah so um, that's also another, like, one of my favorite ways to go. Um, typically, that's, like, when I'm really ungrounded. Um, mm-hmm. But I can't go every day. I wish I could. But You know, I know. I love getting into water. And, like, we have a lot of waterfalls and stuff up here in New York. But it's, like, they're, you know, drives from, where, like, they're, you know, 30, sometimes 20 to 40 minutes, like, away or longer. So it's, like... It's fun, but it's like um, sometimes it's not that easy to like get to. But getting outside is easy. You can like walk outside barefoot anytime, and it's not. Right. And it's, I am a water baby for sure. So if I can't go to the river and I feel like I need to, I'll take a salt bath for sure. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just did one last night for the first time in months, and I was doing them every month at least, like on the full moon or whatever. And so last night I did it for the full moon for the first time in forever, and I was like, wow, I, I was, I was like, like, I don't know why I stopped doing this. Like, <laughs> but um, so let me see what's the next one we got. Oh, I wanted to ask about this. What are your thoughts on star seeds and like all of the information, misinformation, going around? Um, so. <laughs> There's so much I could say about star seeds. I know that there are some problematic parts of it. I don't agree with them, obviously. Um, a lot of people will say they're anti-Semitic or superiority complexes when I don't really believe that. I feel like we all originate somewhere in the galaxy. There are different planets where we incarnate on. Um, very rarely, uh, two souls kind of incarnate and have their first um, physical experience here on Earth. So there is a lot of star seeds from other places like Lyra and Syrian and Arcturians. So as far as the misinformation, I feel like a lot of it is spiritual ego where we want to be better than other people when in reality, no soul is better than another. That's right. my belief. We're all here to learn and grow. Hundred percent. Yes, we all have something to learn and to give. Like we have something to give and like gain from each other. I totally believe that. Um, but I can see where. I mean, I can see where people would try and make it into something like that. But I agree with you. I think that like everyone has had multiple lifetimes, so no one's really from anywhere. I mean, we all originate somewhere. Yes, it's source. But like, <laughs> like I mean, that's the way I look at it. But. And that's what's beautiful is like everyone has different beliefs and that's that's okay. Like that is okay. <laughs> like I wish it, I don't know, I just wish it would be easier for people to see that. But let's see. Um, so how did you know that you were ready to tap in? Oh, I really wanted to ask you about this because I've been I've I've been doing it in my dreams for like a while, but how did you know you were ready to tap into like your past parallel lives, past or parallel? <laughs> It happened on accident. <laughs> it happened on accident. I usually have dreams. My first um, dream where I actually went back and healed it, it was in Atlanta's life, and it was with my twin. Um, he had chosen someone else and actually got into some kind of accident. And, yeah, it was, it was rough. So I had to go back and heal that moment before he had gotten the accident so he wouldn't have gotten that accident. I can like really oh my god whenever I do these podcasts lately it's been so like connected <laughs> it's so cool but yeah that's a lot and that's intense and that's why I asked because like I know past life work can be very difficult <laughs> um, emotional for sure yeah. right. um it's not so much tedious if you know how to do it but Every single time I've healed a past life, I've cried like a bitch. <laughs> right, like, yeah, like, ugly crying. <laughs> like, I get it, though. But that's amazing that you're, like, that you're at that point in your, you know, in your journey. Because, like, 
I know like a couple things about past lives. Like I know me and my, you know, my son are are so like that's my soul baby, and he and I were koalas. That's where he got his name and stuff. And then like on the like it was like confirmed when he was in the NICU, and every single screensaver was koala mom and baby. I was like, (laughs) so that's cool and stuff. But like I know that like I was a dragon because I was told in the reading, and then I was like asking about it, and I asked for them to give me a dream, and then I had dreams about like dragons, and so that's. That's awesome. That's fucking amazing. But like, I want to know about it all. Like, I know I was a water dragon for sure, and then a wood nymph. Those were my like best lives I've known about. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. That's what I mean. Yeah, I was apparently a rainbow dragon, and I'm Andromeda, and is what I got from that reading I did, which is so funny because it's like my name. <laughs> I love it though. Yeah, it makes sense. It definitely like when I looked it up, it was like childlike and stuff. I'm like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> like you got me. But um, yeah, let's go to the next question real quick. Um, what do you recommend for like? How do you recommend using discernment uh within researching things like on witch talk, for example? Spiritual discernment. Um, if I come across anything on TikTok, I will Right. I don't take anything for base value and I take from multiple sources, not just one when right. it comes to like researching. So, and then there's other things that I just know off intuition, so I don't have to. So I guess just research everything until you know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Until you, <laughs> yeah. Right. Seriously. It's like, there's, uh, it sucks, but there is a lot, a lot of, bullshit artist out there um, so how do you create wards for transmuting negative energy um like what's your number one go-to for that Ooh, so i don't know if you know about cat and boots 88 on tiktok but she creates these healings um where you just say a phrase um and it kind of like manifests into spell work kind of I don't, it's, she calls it a healing but to me it's like spell work So I created my own. Um, So basically, if you want to transmute like hexes, curses, or evil eye into abundance, it's really, you have to say is spirit, please apply Renee's amethyst negativity clearing, and I will like automatically transform it into money. There are ways to kind of like transmute it um, through spell work. (laughs) Typically, I will take like a black candle and like absorption herbs and then an arrow to like an orange or green candle with like money herbs and then in the middle of the arrow i kind of put like salt or like other purifying herbs and crystals so it's like a whole ritual where you like imagine this negative energy going into like this abundance that you're wanting for yourself Yes, I did it. The I saw it. I saw that you posted that, and that's why I was like, I want to talk to her about this because, like, <laughs> I've been just finding out about this. I was like, that's such a that makes so much sense. But like, <laughs> and like setting abundance wards and all kinds of stuff, like what you were just saying. Yeah, like I think that's so amazing. <laughs> you know what's crazy too? The first time I actually buried an abundance ward, I walked outside. And I was looking at the ground. Now, maybe I wasn't, like, being as, like, aware. Maybe it was there before. But I came back, and there was this, like, tiny lapis, like, 
wire wrapped um, ring on the ground, like after I buried the and like did the spell and like shit. I was like, oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm getting chills. It was interesting. I was like, oh well, I mean, I hope this doesn't belong to somebody. <laughs> but I always do it, you know, like in the highest good. So I, I mean, spirit's been manifesting like shit moving around, like spirit sticks on my bed, all kinds of stuff. Like it's, <laughs> girl, it's been insane. Like I just, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know anymore. Um, you work with yeah. Loki. Something he would do. Girl, I used to. I used to, but <laughs> but I do work with fairies. I'm I'm like I definitely was a fairy at some point too. So okay. like I'm I'm like more definitely like very connected with the fairies. I've always felt like that connection with all kinds of stuff like that, like whimsical stuff, like fairy stuff. I've always loved stuff like that. So I have one tattooed right here. That I just I just got it. And she's like one of my favorite pieces though. Yeah, I love fairies. I'm like <laughs> Yeah. So what's your favorite way to connect with spirit? Like what's one like number one way that you like to like do, you know, meditation or breathwork divination? What's your favorite thing to like do to connect? Um, so we were talking about being on the river. That's when I get like the most downloads is in water. So when I meditate, it's in the bath. Or so yeah, it's so easy to connect. Waters are portals, so you know right. it's easier to do so when you're either connected to water, in water, around water. That's my right. favorite way. And that's why they say like keep water by your bed when you sleep at night and stuff. I've always done that, but like I didn't realize that it was like good for remembering your dreams and stuff. <laughs> So let me see here. What's one unforgettable moment that you've had in uh, practice, like in meditation or spell work? Like one thing that like blew your mind that spirit has done <laughs> or said? <laughs> um, I have so many moments. Which one right. I know. It's like finding my own power, honestly. Um, I didn't know I was an energy healer. So I had this artwork. Oh, this is something I could talk about. I had this artwork commissioned by someone on TikTok called I Am Haley Cole. She no longer is doing them, but she does like channeled art pieces. And she sent me the voice memo of it and was saying how I was in Atlantis. This was before I even knew I was in Atlantis. And I was the high priestess in this water temple with amethyst all around me and literally i have so many amethysts i bought them all before like i even had right. this chance mm-hmm. i love water i have my into- like entire life um but then she was saying how i was a cosmic soul so then i had this cosmic soul origin report done by another person on tiktok called call me alexis um and she literally reiterated everything that the channeled art piece had said. Like I was from this place um, on Lyra called Sheliac, where they have like water temples and all of that stuff. Um, oh. I've connected to the amethyst and like every single life I've had, I was an esoteric teacher. So this is something I've done every life since. <laughs> and it's, literally the coolest thing I've ever had told to me 
Yeah, and that's another thing that I thought about, like, when I was like, why don't we just remember every, like, why, why? Like, I, I thought about, like, you know, if we, for one, it would be overwhelming because we're human, but, like, we wouldn't, it wouldn't be as fun. Like, it's so much fun to, like, find out about the everything, you know, like, again, like, as a human. Yeah, a little Easter eggs. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, I know who my higher self is now. I don't want to say it on the podcast, but basically... It connects to the moon, and um, I was born on a Monday, which is moon day, mm-hmm. on a full moon, in um, the sign of cancer with a Pisces rising. So I have, like, double water, all the moon stuff. Like, I've literally been giving myself hints my entire life of, like, who I am. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's too funny. I love it. I love that so much. It's, like, and I've always felt a deep connection with the moon, too. Like, Hikate was one of the first deities I, like, chose to work with. I felt very, like, drawn. She kept, like, I kept seeing videos and, like, things about her. Um, and, like, I've always just loved, like, being able to look at the look at the fucking sky. Like, just in general. Like, <laughs> um, but let me see. We have a few more, and then I can, um, we can wrap it up, and I can let you go. But what is one concept that has changed your perspective for the better? Like one thing that you've um, kind of helped, like that really stuck with you. Well, I'm not sure. That's it. My views have changed so much and they still change. It's like we're always constantly learning and the more I learn, the the less I know. Mm-hmm. oh my god that song keeps getting channeled to me snow by red hot chili peppers every time not every time but like two times out of like the few videos that i do readings like it came up and it was the channeled song for the reading and i was like that's so true though <laughs> like the more i learn the less i know and i, uh, that's, I that's, what, that's something right there though like that's a concept right there like <laughs> it's so true it really is it's it's once you see that and understand that, then there's so much more room for evolution and like self-awareness and growth and healing. Yeah. And then learning, like everyone has their view on spirituality and it's great. It's important. Us all have different views, but what people don't realize is that all of our different views are correct. Yes. None of these are wrong. It's we're multifaceted, multi-leveled. Um, everyone's reality is co-created by them. Therefore, their reality is their reality, and my reality is mine. So we can all have different realities and still be right. Yes, absolutely. I 100% believe that. It's it's important to see like there's so much more than just this. So there's no like you know there's a every possible thing out there that could happen could like be happening for all we know in the quantum scheme of everything so it's like when we come like to the understanding of that and we see that like we're not we don't have to be right like we don't have to like we just why we finally see like I don't I can be like my truth is mine and yours is yours but we can still live like we can still coexist and be like genuine respectful fucking human beings we shouldn't have to defend our belief systems we should all just believe what we believe and acknowledge that other people's beliefs are still correct right because anything is possible like it doesn't it's not about being right like it's like that's what my thing is it's not about being right like no one has to be right about you know any like I don't know man what is what does that even mean like I don't (laughs) I don't want to go there but yeah it's like 
there's so much more than just this human life. So like you said, like with the multifaceted and all of that right. stuff, it's important to see there's like there's it's deeper than that, than being right or wrong. Um, and I saw something about um, deja vu and I've been getting it like not, girl. No, like I've been getting it like so much recently, like in the last couple of months. And then when my friend was visiting and we met for the first time and like we have like this, like it's like a soulmate connection and shit. Like I got it so much the day she left and so did she. And I, we get, I get it in my kitchen a lot. And let me tell you about my kitchen. It's like a portal in there. Like my microwave always goes to the wrong time. Like it's always two minutes off and I always see angel numbers on that shit. And then my oven like cook shit faster and, and like it's weird faster than it should and I always like it's weird girl. <laughs> like I swear to god I'm not playing like and it's always there when I get the deja vu but it, that's why it's weird like because it's really like even she said she was getting it in there a lot too I don't know what the fuck it is <laughs> I think it's the fairy portal is what I'm picking up on anyways like, oh my god that makes so much sense though <laughs> Yeah, especially since there's different things happening within there. Mm-hmm. My yeah, whole house is probably a fucking fairy portal. <laughs> tiny fairies, like, messing with the time and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, inside of, <laughs> inside of the clock. <laughs> or, like, just pressing the buttons. Oh, my God, I know. It's funny, mm-hmm. though. I like, And it's, like, it's ironic because, like, when I went through my first awakening, the time on my on my laptop shifted like 15 minutes and it was like freaking me out from my phone. And so like, it was like spirit was like, this happened when I first moved in and I fixed the clock on that. Like my mom fixed it. Like it, my, when well, my mom fixed it, it went to military time. Like just like so many things, like so many things, dude. Oh, yeah. It's just too much. But yeah. So anyway, what was I asking you about? Oh yeah. Deja vu. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. So, um, there's, way too many theories to list but they're all right so deja vu is the french word for already seen and you know we've all experienced deja vu like way before it even had a name like it didn't it wasn't named until like the 1800s so what i've come to notice is that it could be like you've had a prophetic dream or some kind of vision and then it comes true. And then that's, you know, the deja vu because you've already seen it because you had these prophetic visions. Then there's also the theory that yourself is experiencing that exact same thing in another timeline or dimension at the same time that you're experiencing it right now in this now moment. Mm. And then the last one that is like a major one is that uh, you're so higher. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It like your higher self is you in the future. Right. And they know what's going to happen. Yeah. So they already know what's happening. And it's like a memory is triggered for them because you're doing it now. So it's like a a memory, but also you in this physical body haven't experienced it yet. So it comes into like this weird like cycle of already seeing it, but never doing it before. 
Yes, it's so strange. And the way, like, the thing that I was thinking is, like, you maybe when you, like, what I would said on a, on a previous podcast, too, is, like, maybe when I did my soul contract, like, they showed me flashes, and, like, that's one of the flashes that I saw or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's so many different ways to, like, look at and speculate it, and I love it. <laughs> I think it's so yeah. interesting. And then there's also this other theory of, like, like you said with the soul contract of like seeing the little flashes and that's like your indication that you're on the right path so yeah I remember you yeah you said that too I think in the video and I thought that was that made a lot of sense too because like there's been so many like I know someone else said it was like a form of confirmation for for her and like there's so many and that that definitely makes sense too because like I haven't ever gotten it as much as I like in the last couple of years you know as often so it definitely makes sense that it's like showing you you're on your path. Yeah. So um, how do you like, how do you stay like um, good with like scheduling? Like, I don't know. I'm nervous about like getting overwhelmed with stuff like that. You seem so organized. <laughs> like you really do. <laughs> um, it's really hard because effort, it's trial and error. Really it's trial and error because when I first started, I had first had my first like viral TikTok video of like over a million views. I had like 35 tarot orders in a week. And that was rough because I was working in the medical field still and all of that stuff. And finally I got a schedule because I would kept getting these viral videos and being overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And so okay, I need to schedule. And so I tried to do where I was scheduling emailed readings um, on my schedule, but then people thought they were Zoom readings. So then I went back to readings and Zoom readings. And even then it was, it's been rough. I've had to redo my schedule like 500 times. So (laughs) (laughs) that makes sense to me though. Yeah. It's not easy to like find you know, balance and, and like, I'm nervous about that. Maybe that's like, I don't think, I don't know. I gotta do some shadow work, I guess. <laughs> well, I, I can say that I make extra time after each reading or spell work for like leeway. So it's like a 15 minute window between one thing and another. That's mm-hmm. definitely me. And then um, making the appointment times for the spell work longer because you have to set up and then you have to take down and clean. So giving yourself that extra time is very important, but also make sure that you're putting time in your schedule for breaks because, yeah. you know, when you're doing all of these things you use a lot of energy and so there are going to be days where you're going to need naps or you're going to need to take mm-hmm. like a go ground so right 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 that yeah makes adding extra time for sure yeah and it's like it's worth it because if you don't you'll burn out like I mean I, I know what it's like to burn out <laughs> I think we all do <laughs> all too well <laughs> mm-hmm so I got two more questions what are your thoughts on love language love language oh I I agree with it completely everyone has a different way in showing love and giving love and receiving love and it's very important to either know how your partner expresses love so there's not miscommunication or how they receive love it's it, it is important to know um and you can always ask with communication but 
I feel like taking like the quizzes can also help each partner understand like how to meet each other's needs without creating this conflict and misunderstandings and fighting all the time. Yes, I think that makes, and like, I mean, the quiz will tell you what, like, you know, if you're not 100% sure where you, you know what I mean, what you, what yours is, because like, I love quality time, you know what I Mm -hmm. mean, but like, I feel like everybody, I feel like there's more too, too, like, I feel like spiritual connection for me is big, you know, intelligence, like, there's different types of, I feel like there's more to love language than, like, what is on the surface. (laughs) So, yes. Yeah, I like to give gifts, but I don't like receiving them. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I, I can understand that. I know what you mean. It's like, I'd rather just spend time with you, like, for me, like, I get it, but, so, the last thing I wanted to ask about, like, what is, um, spiritual evolution been, like, for you, like, what does that mean for you? For me, it's constantly learning and growing, um, I feel like when we stop questioning things is when we become stagnant, so definitely question everything, and continue learning, and, like I said, the more you learn, the the less you know. So <laughs> that's where our spiritual evolution comes in. Is like, obviously, when we first start, we have the spiritual ego, like, I know everything. Oh where now, Especially like, when it's at 17 years old. Right? <laughs> and then you're like shedding all of these different ego based belief systems and more growing into spirituality. Then you're like at this point where you're like, wow, I really don't know anything. And then you continue, <laughs> like, you're continually learning. So you're always changing, always growing, and that's what evolution is. It's just evolving into something. I, I also feel like when you shed that ego, you tend to see other people's point of view instead of just your own. Absolutely. And, and it's, it's, it's really nice to be able to get that, like, that connected, like, you know, unified understanding that, like, all everything is one. Like, we are all a part of like your reflection of me and I'm a reflection of you like and we don't have to believe the same thing and that's like like, you know (laughs) yeah exactly exactly thanks guys so much for joining us that's all I have today and I can't wait to see you guys next time here on the spiritual evolution podcast